views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I want to welcome you. Welcome. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. For more information about us, go ahead and go to thedrpatshow.com. And I believe you can go to Facebook, The Dr. Pat Show, and Twitter, The Dr. Pat Show, and all of the above. Uh, Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. And if you want to listen to this show or if you... If you want to listen to some other shows on Transformation Talk Radio, that's really easy for you to do as well. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Uh, shout out to Mr. B. How are you today? I'll be good. Yeah, we're all kind of getting ready for, you know, the weather change here a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's uh, it's kind of interesting if you, if you live in the Pacific Northwest, having grown, you know, it's really interesting. I guess I, I lived on the East Coast, you know, the first part of my life and now moved to the West uh, West Coast. Uh, and so it's interesting. I think I, I skipped the whole middle part a bit. But, um, you know, it, it, the change of seasons are so symbolic, I believe. I think they're symbolic for a lot of reasons. Um, there are many people that would not turn to, you know, it's like, yeah, I like to visit Hawaii. Yeah, I like to visit L.A. Yeah. But you know what? I really like the change of seasons. But, you know, some people, if you if you know, like my folks did, you know, they were like, yeah, it's time to move to Florida. But the seasons that we're going to talk about today are the seasons of our life, not simply the seasons on the outside. But this idea of existence and the changes, the seasons, the belief, the mysteries that we live through every day of our lives. You know, it's interesting for me um, growing up and I was sharing this before I was sharing this before, um, you know, before we we came on with my very special guest today, uh, David Gagan joining me here today. But we were chatting a little bit. and You're going to find out a lot about his book, The Endless Journey. Um, you know, we are looking at illuminating the mysteries of existence with this, with this uh, once engineer turned author. I love that. Uh, and I was chatting a little bit, Benny, about, you know, I grew up uh, in, a, in a particular religion, let me say, because it was a religion, my entire family, whole thing. And we, I went through the seasons of change. So I went through the the season of change where you couldn't go into the church without a hat. Then I went through the season of change about, oh, don't eat meat on Friday. I can't tell you how many Hail Marys I did for that one. And then we go through change over time. 
And then all of a sudden, there is a perspective about spirituality that perhaps may or may not have come from that foundation of religion. But the journey that we get to go on is a journey where we get to explore beyond the beyond. What is the universe's higher order of things? Is there something that we want to say about the simplicity of embracing, let's just say, a higher power? But what about the mysteries that, that, that we really are facing right now? Not just in the existence, our past, but what are we discovering about ourselves in the world we live in today? You know, can we, are we capable of living a life that is with peace and joy? Or are we predestined to live a life that is completely embarked with conflict and war? Well, I don't know if we're going to get to all of that today, but David is going to talk with us. You know, he has ventured on a lifelong pursuit of mankind's most fundamental questions. Who are we? Why are we here? Is there a God? And how should we live our lives? And, you know, I've just uh, thrown a few questions out there for for people to think about. Um, But here we are today. You know, David and I are going to talk about this. And I love this because he's a very detailed technical person. I love research. I love research. And I love people that take the time and energy to actually do research. I know what that was like. I did it for 10 years. And so I got to take my hat off to David before we even get cranked up here on the show. But as an electrical engineer from Penn State and beyond doing that, living a life, a job at Boeing where he was a design engineer and technical manager, how is it that he has come upon the long and winding road of discovery. You know, how is it this former senior executive uh, now has turned himself in the face or to the face of consciousness? That's why I love this show, because I get to talk to people, most unlikely people that you would even begin to think about that would be writing a book about the endless journey, but more importantly, that would have anything to say at all about it. And that's what excites me today about the show. David, it's great to have you here. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Dr. Pat. It's very nice to be here. Look, you know, you and I, uh, we spend time in a technical organization. I spent 25 years in what was once known as Bell Labs and the research arm of the telephone company, you know, moved on divestiture and so forth. Right. You, I know them you well. You spent time in that environment, too. Right. Some people would think, how did these two, how did, really, how did these two get to have a conversation about the unique perspective on mankind's origin, purpose, and ultimate destiny? And I think that's where we should start. How the heck did you end up here, David? <laughs> well, that, you know, that is a good question. And uh, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm a problem solver. So, uh, you know, I got into engineering and, and uh, business basically because I had to make a living. But uh, my, my, uh, my life has always been driven by, by looking at problems. And, and I started <clears throat> with the problems of the oddities of the world. In other words, you look and you, and you look at things like the Great Pyramid uh, of Giza, and you say, well, you probably couldn't build that today if you went into those kind of details. And, and you look at the megalithic structures around the world. And, and why did man just all of a sudden appear apparently out of nowhere, 
you know, his culture, certainly, about 10,000 years ago. So I started there, and, and the more I looked, the more fascinated I became. And I just kept going and going. And, of course, science was always, you know, being an engineer was always <clears throat> near and dear to my heart. So I spent uh, a good deal of time looking at what science told us about life and uh, got on to all of these other subjects. And, and it just slowly evolved. And, and I didn't start out looking for the mysteries of life. I ran into them when I was looking for the mysteries of, of our history and our civilization. Well, you know, but, you know, this is really kind of interesting because, you know, people take a look and they think, wow, you know, these engineer people, you know, what are they? And, you know, honestly, for me, it isn't about that at all. Isn't it about a level of curiosity that goes deep, deep, deep beyond the surface of the skin into your heart and therefore into your soul? That level of curiosity for you to sit down and, you know, put as they say, pen to paper on the endless journey, you know, was curiosity on steroids, don't you think? Well, I, I do. <laughs> and I spent uh, an entire life researching, as you mentioned, and it was probably 40 years. And uh, all of this time, and, you know, I was working, trying to make a living, and being, a, you know, an engineer, working with Boeing, running government laboratories and, uh, uh, and building a corporation, but I had a lot of a lot of dead time in in hotel rooms on on airplanes in in uh, in airports uh, uh, in the evenings before I go to go to bed. So so I would spend a lot of time looking at these these various uh, problems, reading uh, reading things, and 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 it is a curiosity, and it's and it's and I think you have to be a little bit obsessive and driven probably to do what I did. But but I but the deeper I got into it, the more fascinating it was, and you could start seeing that the world was not as it appeared to be, and and there was an awful lot of people that went before that had brilliant ideas, and the problem with the ideas they were spread all over the place. They were in that you just you couldn't pick up a book and read about them. They were in a thousand books. So in other words, to put the whole piece together. You had to do it, uh, for me anyway, slowly, meticulously, and it all had to make sense. I wasn't looking to try to prove anything, because I don't think anybody proves anything, including science. Right. What I was looking for was the most plausible answer. I'm a skeptic, and I wanted to convince me. And if I felt if I could convince me, that's good enough. And once I did, then I felt, hey, this has really helped my life. It's changed me big time. It helped me in my business world. I need to share this with people. And that's where, when I decided to sit down and uh, put pen to paper and, and yeah. document what I did. I have to tell you, David, I really love this because of that reason. I was reading your book, and one of the things you say, if, I, if you don't mind if I share this, it says, the ideas in this book did not originate with me. I have had no revealed knowledge or unusual experience in which I base these accounts. And actually, I love that because I know that when I went on my research and, you know, doctorate, I had an agenda and I had an agenda that had to do with my own personal experiences. Now, that doesn't mean that I didn't, you know, perform rigorous uh, empirical research. But I went in with a game plan to say that firing people and breaking promises hurts them. 
I love your approach to this. And I have to tell you, in the 11 years that I've been doing this, um, you know, I probably could count on one hand the folks that have really taken a look at some of the things you and I are going to talk about here today from a very fresh blank a piece of paper, if that's even possible. We're going to take a short break, Dave, and when we come back, I want to talk with you about a number of different things, but I want to talk with you, you know, mainly about fast forward to where we are now. You know, how does the timing of you writing this book reflect the day and the, the events of our era as they are unfolding in front of us? Let's take a short break and we come back. Wow, what a great book, The Endless Journey. I love this because it is so jam-packed. And honestly, for all of you listening to the show, I'm going to do my best to get the juicy points out here. But you're going to have to get the book to, to get into some of the details. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. Saturday morning, jumped out of bed and put on my best suit. Listen to the Yo! Andrew News Talk Show every Tuesday night at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. More info where to listen? www.yoandrewnts.com slash listen. Don't get your message lost in the mail. Email us with this address, yoandrew at yoandrewnts.com. How about tweet Yo! Andrew at andrewtweetgeo. Taking a picture is easy. Instagram us today at yoandrewnts. Would you like to be a question with anything that comes up in your body or mind? Would you like to become totally aware and begin to function as the conscious being you truly are? Join Access Certified Facilitator Glenna Rice every month for a live teleclass where you can ask all of your questions and learn to create change in any aspect of your life. Visit GlennaRice.com today to learn more and don't miss the next call. Join the questionable conversation today at GlennaRice.com. Sky Siegel co-hosts one of today's most popular psychic shows, Angels and Answers, with Artie Hoffman as she communicates healing messages from the spirit world. These messages can be astounding, enlightening, and life-changing. Born with the God-given talent of inner guidance and the amazing ability to heal, Sky has healed thousands of people. Schedule a reading with Sky now. Call 908-500-1474 and visit skyofangels.com. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basili is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Wondering how to make more confident strategy for retirement? Do you know that there are potentially more than 12 things to consider when planning for or approaching retirement? Then stop wondering and attend the retirement seminar hosted by Jeff Pakman, financial advisor with Pakman Brown and Associates, a financial advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated in Bellevue, Washington. Call 425-372-4813 for a formal invitation to the next seminar on November 5th from 6.30 to 8 p.m. Light hors d'oeuvres and beverages will be provided. This is an informational event. There is no cost or obligation. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. 
Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Dr. Pat show. Uh, you know, this is a phenomenal book, The Endless Journey. I love it because it really speaks to the way my brain works sometimes. You know, not that I don't get immersed in, you know, a lot of esoteric features of a given day. But when I pick up a book like this and I read things like thought is a force, thought controls matter. Thought created the cosmos. Limit. I, I mean, I could do a whole interview with David just on the chapter here, thought. But we're going to go through it for a minute, David, because this I love this book. And boy, I'm going to be, you know, quoting from this book for a, for a long time coming. You start the book out by talking about universal consciousness. And it's almost that universal consciousness might be, you know, according to some people, really an oxymoron, meaning that these are two things that actually don't belong together. And I wanted to ask you about the notion of universal consciousness. You could have started this book with anything, but you selected this. And I'm so curious about your thinking about that. Well, I'll tell you, I, I debated on how to start. There's no question about it. But but when it came down to it, uh, universal consciousness is where everything starts. It is it is what created the universe. It is it is where we came from. So so it seemed to me a natural place to start because it started everything. And and if we want to understand how we fit into the universe, we need to understand how we fit into the universal consciousness and what the universal consciousness is at least to the best level that we can. And that's why, I, that's why I started with it. Okay, so let's talk about what it is and what it means. And, and you know, for, for many people, it, you know, David, I want to make sure everybody knows how to get a copy of the book and find out more about you. So let's just take a hot second here and just let them know the best way to do that. And then we're going to dive right in. Okay, you can, uh, you can, you can buy the book on Amazon.com, as you can buy everything on Amazon. And and also you can you can uh, you can find it on davidgagan.com on my website, and in fact you can uh, you can get in touch with me through that website. There's an email that uh, allows you to uh, send me uh, questions or comments or or whatever. Very cool. All right, here's where I'd like to start. I had, wrote, I had written this down, and I said, if I don't ask David about this, you know, shame on me. The way of universal consciousness, you come out and you say, when it came into being, it was totally ignorant. Right. I've been doing this 11 years. No one has ever said that. Right. Uh, 9,000 interviews. No one has ever said that. And then you go on to describe it over and over and over again. But I would love to talk with you about this and how this it of ignorance shows up in our spiritual psyche and the way we look at the cosmos and the way that you talk about it 
as whether consciousness is universal or not. The uh, <clears throat> my thoughts on that, yeah, were that it it had to start somewhere. The most plausible thing that you could possibly imagine is that there was some accident, some miracle somewhere in the past. And that and 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 you you can't postulate a lot of miracles, but you can postulate one. You can get your uh, your head around one. And it and 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 the best one that I ever saw anywhere was that at one time uh, all of a sudden consciousness came into being mm. and it has grown since. And we also have come into being, but we're part of that original consciousness. So that, so that when it came and it learned, now the process is to get all the other consciousness that are spinoff. We're, we're, we're kind of a spark in, within the universal consciousness. If you think of the universal consciousness as a, as a flame, we are, we are only a spark within it. But a spark is important. Because we can grow, and our consciousness will grow. Every conscious being, every conscious element starts totally ignorant with nothing. And, and then it slowly, slowly grows as it gains wisdom, which is the purpose of, of, a, uh, of a spiritual being. Mm. You know, let's talk for a little bit about, you know, the the changes that are are happening and and the question about who we are. It is coming up over and over and over and over again in many, many ways. Um, For example, I mean, one of the things that I did want to say to you was that, you know, we're having people of all ages. I interviewed a 10-year-old that wanted to put an end to childhood slavery, David, right? Right. So she sold lemonade to raise funds. She's got a whole campaign. Consciousness has no prejudice around how it shows up in individuals' lives and how it shows up in the world. You know, are we getting closer to a sense of who we are based on what you've written here? I think so. Mm-hmm. I, th- I, I don't think there's any question. Uh, you know, as we live our lives, uh, life after life, we, we, we grow spiritually. And as we grow, we gain, we gain wisdom, and we become, we start out as young souls, uh, young in parentheses in, in uh, relationship to, to how, we, how we are later on, and, and we grow into older, wiser souls. And I think what you're seeing, what we're seeing uh, on the planet here, is a lot of people that have been around a long time, been in a, had, a, had a lot of wisdom uh, come their way, and they're slowly progressing. And you're also seeing a lot of young souls, and you're seeing young souls that are that are that are ignorant and losing their way in a tough environment. Mm-hmm. And the, and so when you look at the terrorists of the world, you're, you're seeing these souls that they nobody nobody's life plan is to be a terrorist or a thief or a killer. Right. You you go wrong somewhere. You make bad decisions along the line because you can't weave your way through. Now, an older soul might be uh, able, to, able to do that if, indeed, they were given the exact same circumstances. But a younger soul is getting lost, and there's a lot of, and there's a lot of problems around the world, and these younger souls are getting, are, are getting uh, waylaid and distracted and going off the deep end, which is going to cause them a huge amount of problem getting back online. But they will eventually. But I think as a, as a society... We are indeed all growing 
and all becoming wiser, older, and, and our consciousness is raising. Well, you know, one of the things, too, that I, I think is important to mention is the, the need for doing this. You know, some folks have said, why the heck do we even need to figure this out? You know, what are we on? What are we in search of? Why don't we just live in the moment? You know, if we live in the moment, everything is going to be OK. You know, be here now, the power of now. You know, I kind of think that, you know, troubled is not the word I want to use, but I think we're captivated by the power of next you know, I don't know anyone that doesn't think about their future in some way. And I wanted to talk with you about this. Are we, how are we, and what have you discovered in your research? What, to what lengths are we going to connect these dots, if that makes sense? Uh, uh, I'm not sure I understand exactly where you're, where you're coming from on this. Well, here's the question. If we're looking at life and we're making decisions and, and curious about who we are, you know, we take actions in our day. For example, you, you decided, oh, I've been doing this 40 years. I've been researching it. I've been studying it. I'm going to write a book. I'm going to go to that place. I have a vision to take this message out there. And for you, connecting the dots, it seems to people listening, was as easy as breathing. For others, it's not. And yeah. okay. we get stalled I, I, I see and we get I, stuck. I see where you're coming from. All right. I, I think... I think you're absolutely right. I think the, the world has a tendency to to give us a whole bunch of problems, and and that's what it's supposed to do. It's supposed to give us lessons, but but sometimes we don't see that it's a lesson. We look at it and we say, well, well, you know, the world's dumping on me. You know, it's somebody else's fault or fate or or so on and so forth. So so instead of uh, reacting to what what comes our way in a positive way and dealing with it positively the best we can, we let it get to us. We let it, we let it uh, uh, um, beat us up a little bit, and then we start getting off track. And I, mm-hmm. and I, think, I think if we understand ourselves and the world that we live in, it's an awful lot easier to get back on track. But I, I have, a, I have yeah. a story that might be yeah. worth might be worth me reading it. Just take a moment. Perfect. I, ha- I had somebody read the book uh, that, that uh, gave me a review on it. And, and I don't know the woman, and I'm not going to use her name. Okay. Uh, but but let, me, let me just read what she wrote. Uh, she said, <clears throat> quote, The endless journey not only educated and enlightened me, but in some deep, soothing way healed a part of me that was wounded for some time. Allow me the opportunity to explain. If you have read my other blog, you will know I suffer from depression and anxiety, and I have struggled with what I called slaying the demon that I was cursed with. And I, and I often found myself falling victim to the why me syndrome. After reading The Endless Journey, I have a deeper understanding of the meaning and the reason why I've had this lesson bestowed upon me. It has also helped me to better understand people who have come and gone in my life as well as my lasting relationships. End of quote. If, if wow. people can understand themselves and the world they're in and why they have these, these, these problems in their life, I think it's just a lot easier for them to deal with it and move on. 
They're not being picked on. None of us are. But it's our personal responsibility to deal with our problems and move on. Once we deal with them and face them uh, honestly and straightforwardly, they just kind of disappear. We bring them out into the light of day, they disappear. But if we leave them hidden inside us, they eat away at us. So, so I think there's a huge benefit from trying to understand the world and not think of it as, as fate uh, and, and it's just ro- roaming around uh, uh, willy-nilly causing me and everybody else I know uh, a lot of trouble. Yeah, I, I will second that. David, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about life, death, and reincarnation. There's so much in this book. You know, there's, uh, you know, there are so many things in here that really shine a light on how we can live a life and thrive. David, you've done a beautiful job. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we've got some interesting things to share. And thank you for that wonderful story. We'll be right back with the show. Are you interested in helping others by tapping into something more? Do you want to play a bigger role in the shift that is occurring on the planet? The 111 Activation is an energetic session which has helped many worldwide to quickly transform their lives for the better, to gain greater clarity, experience deeper spiritual connection, and express their soul's truth. You too can learn how to facilitate this powerful energetic activation for your friends, family, and clients, even if you have had no previous experience. Please join me, Christine Upchurch, for the 111 Activation Training Seminar in Seattle, November 15th and 16th, to learn a process that is being called expansive, life-changing, and profound. Come be a bigger part of positive change for others. For more information, please visit StellarReflections.com. That's StellarReflections.com. Or call 425-999-9836. 425-999-9836. Holistic Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistic Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. In retirement, will you outlive your money? It's a common question for people approaching retirement, but it doesn't need to weigh on you. Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the new Confident Retirement Approach. You and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step to get the real answers you need. In fact, 93% of clients who have had the Confident Retirement Approach conversation feel more confident about their retirement. Call Jeff Packman, Financial Advisor, at 425-453-0272 for your confident retirement conversation today. Office is located at 601 108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800, Bellevue, Washington, 98004. Percentage based on Ameriprise Financial Confident Retirement Client Survey as of December 2013. The confident retirement approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Incorporated. Registered Investment Advisor, Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. If you or anyone you love has a degenerative or bulging disc, you need to know the doctors at Wellness One of Bellevue and Eastgate. 
For bulging discs of the back and neck, they use the DRX-9000 spinal decompression machine. It gently creates negative pressure on the specific degenerated disc that allows the body to naturally repair itself. No drugs and no surgery. The website is bellevue.wellness1.net to learn more about spinal decompression at Wellness One of Bellevue and Eastgate. That's bellevue.wellness1.net. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back uh, to the show. You know, David, one more time, give out your website. The book is called The Endless Journey. It is, and as he says, it's a unique perspective on mankind's origin, purpose, and ultimate destiny. It really is a unique perspective because David gets you right to the meat, Uh, And if you're vegan, he gets you right to the veggies. And what I mean by that is, you know, he'll, it's a lot in this book, David, and I just talked about that. But what you're going to hear is a cut right to the chase so that all of us can take a look at what he's discovered. David, one more time for the website, if you could, before we, before we get into life, death, and reincarnation. Right. It's uh, davidgagan.com is the website. Easy to find. Amazon.com, uh, one, one, that website will lead you to Amazon.com, but you can buy the book on Amazon.com. All right. So you take us from, and this is just me giving a, a little snapshot. You, you take us from a conversation about heaven and hell to talk about uh, Edgar Casey to then talk about how to step into the world and, you know, look at whether our senses create the illusion or not. So please guide us through a conversation from life, death, reincarnation to the place of illusion and thought. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, reincarnation is, uh, it was a huge, huge step for me to buy into reincarnation. I, I ended up, uh, well, I grew up as a, in a, you know, in the Episcopalian church as a kid, and I, re- I remember when I was 15, Sitting in church, looking around, seeing the uh, seeing all the pomp and ceremony, thinking, uh, I don't know what the answer is, but this isn't it. And 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 I and I, but but within that, I was programmed to believe certain things, and and to believe that reincarnation was nonsense was one of the things that I was programmed to believe. So as I went through it, and I started doing my research. All of a sudden, it occurred to me that there might be something there. And the more I looked, the more I, more I, uh, I, I, I dove into the subject, the more it, uh, it, I realized that it was absolutely critical to the whole, my whole thinking, the whole foundation of my belief system. So, so at, uh, over time, and I'll probably it took me a decade, I think, uh, or, or the better part of it, from the time I first started seriously thinking about it until I, I finally said, hey, there's no other way that it can work, I got to, uh, I got to that point. And then as I, as I went further, I started looking at the, uh, at the world, and, and I started to realize that, you know, you look out the window, and I'm looking out the window right now, and I see, I see trees and I see uh, a house, and I see shrubs and grass, and and you know you, you look at it and you see your you you see a material world, and the reason that you see a material world is because we see it through our five senses. 
And those five senses are, are programmed so that we, can, we will look at it from a materialistic perspective. But what we don't see, what the illusion is, is that within all of nature are, 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 are spiritual beings. The material world is ensouled with, uh, by, by spirits. So what we're seeing is appear to be discrete material uh, objects, but indeed what they are are spiritual beings, and, and we are no different. We are part of the illusion because we look at us and we see a body, we see the physical aspect of us. We don't see the spirit. But the spirit is really the driving force behind it. And when the spirit leaves, then, then the body dies. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the being doesn't die. The, the essence, the spirit doesn't die. It just leaves. So that whenever you see trees die, for example, there are spiritual entities within forests that keep them alive and going. And when that spirit leaves, then that then that tree or, or whatever, it also dies. Animals are no different. When the spirit leaves the animal, the animal dies. These are all, these are all spiritual entities just at, at different levels of consciousness. And, and of course, we are, we are the higher level of consciousness on, on this planet, but, but it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, it's an illusion because you don't see what's really behind it. Yeah, I love what you write here, and I wrote it down. And uh, forgive me, I don't remember the exact page that I grabbed it from. You say, uh, our spirituality is the life we each lead. Our mentality or ego is the builder of that life. Our body is the result. Each time the ego builds a body, it builds a better one. Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's exactly right. We, we, we come back, and, we, and we, we learn. In each, in each life, we learn the lessons. We come, to, we come to this earth with a life plan, something something or set of things that we're trying to accomplish. And these things are because, because of, of, of pieces of wisdom that we don't have that we need to build our foundation of truth on. Yeah. And, and so, and so when, when, when we learn those, we're a wiser being. So, yeah, we, we die and we go, and, and death is a big nothing. It's basically going back to our, our natural spiritual world. But then the, the world draws us back in because there's still, there's still wisdom that we don't know. So when we come back, we are wiser. So we build a better, a better body, a better vessel for us to, to work in. So we're constantly climbing the ladder of consciousness. You know, one of the things you talk about, is, and I'm going to jump to this, is you say in, inside each of us is a desire to find truth. It began only as a spark, but as we progress along our journey, it burns brighter and brighter until at last it becomes an all-consuming flame. And, you know, I was so taken by that because you also go on to talk about the illusion of the cosmos and, and how our senses create this. And, you know, a light bulb went on for me for a minute, and I'd love for you to see if I've got the right light switch or not. If this is really what we do, and and I'm going to say it is, then you could see why we stumble along the way or why we get stuck along the way or why life circumstances show up and get us off track 
because we are so bombarded right now. You know, it was different than when my grandmother was, was alive. We're so bombarded by bits of information and we have to sift through and weave through. What have you discovered in your research about the folks that can move beyond the illusion? Or, or is it that, is it that we, we don't move beyond the illusions? No, we, we do. And, it, and it's our destiny to move beyond the illusion. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it takes a while to, to mature to a level where we can understand it and we can see what's happening. But as we, as we, as we continue to grow, uh, you know, our, our goal in life is the perfection of the soul. That's the goal. No being ever fully reaches it. You can always be better. You can always, you can always learn more. And, 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 and to the point of eventually you're creating your own wisdom. But, but you're always working towards it. And once you realize it, and you, once you realize that that's what's important, because we're, we're basically a mind, that's what we are. And a mind, a mind is only product is our thoughts. So, so what we have to do is we have to get ourselves more focused on, on ideas and thoughts and concepts because that's what's important in life. It's not the material, the material items. We think there are that they're they're important, but they're but they're props. They're things that we use mm-hmm. to help us have experiences. But once that experience is over, you don't need that prop anymore. So so as you move on through through life and life after life, there's different kind of props, different kinds of things that you get. And, 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 and the only thing that really stays with us are ideas. They're thoughts. And, and once we gain, get, get one of those thoughts, and it is truth, it stays with us. Yeah. And, and what we're trying to do in this life is to work through the opinions and try to get our opinions tossed out and replaced with truth. And that's a very hard concept to do, so you do it a piece at a time. And that's why we're, how we're building our our structure and building our mentality by slowly but surely working our way through the opinions, tossing those aside and, and locking in on, uh, on the truth. Yeah, I love this. Well, and this really gets me to this place where I get to read this out loud. For all of y'all out there listening to the show, listen to this. Of all the things, of all the things that impede our spiritual growth, nothing comes close to fear. Thank you for saying that. And then you go on to talk about the many faces of fear. And that is a powerful, powerful statement to make. Uh, but I will tell you, it is exactly what I needed to hear today and read over the weekend. <laughs> so I would love to hear what you've discovered on the, uh, along the way to moving beyond the illusion of fear, David. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you're absolutely right. It, that when that when that thought dawned on me, yeah. uh, and I don't know when it was, ten, twenty years ago, when it when it uh, finally occurred to me that that fear is an illusion. That that there is really nothing that we fear, except maybe fear itself. But we that fear is is. It, Fear comes in, in two categories. One, there's the fear of, of touching a fire and burning yourself, and that's, and that's honest-to-goodness uh, fear. You shouldn't, you shouldn't do that. 
But then, but the trouble with fear is is it it can be all consuming, and it can change your view, and it can keep you from becoming what you could be, because we we run away from things, we think we can't do things, we, we we're afraid something's going to happen, and in reality, we live in this totally safe environment. We don't see it as safe, mm-hmm. but it's a totally safe environment because nothing can nothing can hurt our our soul, our spirit. If we face life straightforward, and and so so fear is is indeed all-consuming, or it can be all-consuming. And if we let it be, then all of a sudden we kind of spiral off course, and right. and and that's where we get in trouble. It's if you know we have a plan. Everybody's got a life plan. Everybody's got certain things that they're trying to do uh, in this lifetime, accomplish, learn, if you will. And if we let fear take a hold of our life, it will, it will weave us off course, and we won't get done what we want to do. Yeah. I misread something the first time through the book, and when I went back to read it again, I, I, and I had written it down on the page. Here is me reading it incorrectly. Are you ready? It's okay. on, it's on by, by the way, if those of you have the book, it's on page 99. It says, fear, this is me reading it incorrectly. Fear preys upon our weaknesses and makes us more vulnerable as it draws the things that we fear to us. And it actually doesn't say that. It says fear plays. I, I wrote down in my notes, and by the way, I write in the book, I said fear is a predator because I took the word play, and I do this a lot, and I use the word prey. But honestly, I think prey is, is accurate as well, don't you think? I, you know, I, th- I think you could you could say that. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, the trouble is it has so much impact on us. Mm-hmm. Fear, fear controls us, or we can let it control us. It doesn't have to, but it can if we let it. And 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 it's easy to get off course if if you let fear control us. Mm. You know, one of the things I wanted to talk about because I know this hour is zipping by. Uh, you say some very, very interesting things in the book about thought and spirituality. And I wanted to talk about them because, you know, there is in my life a relationship between my spiritual practice and how much I allow fear to show up. It just, I I put that together, that little formula together for myself. I don't know when, Um, but you do talk about you know, thought and, and what it is and, you know, this idea of looking at uh, how we use our our thoughts in a in a in a in a paragraph you write about faith versus blind faith, but I found it interesting you put that in the chapter on thought, and I wanted to talk with you about that a little bit because then you go on to look at Akashic Records philosophy and much more, <laughs> but you do put this chapter on thought before spirituality. I do. Yeah, good job. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, spirituality to me is a uh, is really how we live our life, and and thought is is uh, is what drives that. So thought is really really the 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 you know we're, we're all we are is a mind. That's that's basically what we are, and and so thought is what is what drives us. It is it is the key. 
to a spirit, you know, we don't really have a body. We have we have a a, a, a brain. We have a we have a mind, and that mind is uh, is is what what we're all about. So thought is is an absolute critical piece to to everything. Everything we look at, you can you can you can look at the the you know the glass half full and that glass half empty. And 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 one way. You know, things are doom and gloom, and the other way, you know, let's do a little bit of improvement here, and we're, we're in business. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it's how we look at the world is so, so critical to us. And thought is such a powerful, uh, uh, powerful uh, force that, that we, we, we often don't, don't think of it that way. We think of thought as you know, our funny little thoughts that we have during the day that seem all willy-nilly, but, but they really aren't. It's, you know, thought is what, it's what we are. It's who we are. It's what we're all about. It's the critical piece that makes us who we are. And, and, and it's, it's uh, you know, it's just one of those things that you, you need to think about it a little bit. And if you think about it, all of a sudden you, you realize the importance and the impact that it has on us. But but a lot of times we just kind of overlook our thoughts and and we uh, uh, we degrade them we degrade ourselves because of our silly little thoughts. But our thoughts aren't silly. Our thoughts are are who we are and and what we're trying to become. You know, uh, one of the things you say, uh, and I'm going to jump kind of jump to the end because I think we'll be able to cover a few things. I love what you said when you said my search has given me a whole new perspective on reality and coming from a researcher and someone that has been as exacting and precise in in many places in the book as you, I'm so curious on what your old reality was and what your new reality is. Well, you know, I, I, what my old reality was, you know, when I, when I was younger, I I honestly didn't know what the world was about. You know, I I, I looked at it and and I thought it was a material world. Uh, and I and I have, you know, over the years I have bounced around, especially when I was younger, between yeah, between one philosophy and another. I, you know, I loved science, and I and I and I started I started out. Uh, uh, looking at science, you know, being a scientist and looking at it from their perspective, but but they had such a limited view, and it was and, and our science is, is is really in its infancy, so you know they 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 couldn't look beyond the material world. So it took me a while to try to to see the world as it as it really is, and 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 that's where you have to come. You re- have to realize that we're living in an illusion. So it, you know, I I had a huge uh, process that took decades for me to grow through that and to finally realize that indeed uh, reality is is really what it what it is, and it's and and it's not what we see. It's just you know that's there because of the senses that we have and how we look at things. So we really we really got uh, you know it, it took me a long time. To really come to grips with the fact that life is not as it appears to be, mm. and, and but but you can see it once it dawns on you, then all of a sudden you can see it. You can see it in everything. It's it's you know it's really a eureka moment when <laughs> when when you find out that hey wait a minute what I was how I was looking at it you know you're looking at the same problem you're looking out the same window, but you can see it differently. You can mm-hmm. see that it makes sense, 
And for me, you know, being a scientific type of guy, I had to work it through item by item by item. I, I couldn't make a leap. You know, you can, you can, you can, you know, you know, fool somebody else, but you can't fool yourself. You no. have to be honest to yourself. And, and so for me, what I was doing is I was just looking for a belief system. I was trying to figure out my problem. I wasn't going to tell anybody else. You know, I was just going to go figure it out for myself the best I could. Didn't know what I'd find, blank piece of paper. And I'll tell you, it didn't all come smooth. So there were some scary parts in there. <laughs> and, and, I, and I thought, oh, my goodness, what, you know, what am I? Who am I? What is this? Yeah. <laughs> but, at, but slowly but surely, it started to make sense and it started to gel. And once it gelled, then all of a sudden, it gave me a whole new view on, on myself, the people that I was around, the world, what I was trying to do. And I, it, was, I was, it was so much easier to make business decisions knowing the world and what was important. It, it blew me away, really. You know, I, I also get the sense that, you know, there was a shift in the degree to which you allow fear to enter into your consciousness or psyche. I mean, that's what I mean. I hear a level of confidence that I think most people listening to this show would want to have. Um, and, you know, you truly do call us to really make that change. If, if, if there's anything that we were going to do as a result of reading this book, you drove that point home. Um, yeah. It does stall us, doesn't it? It, it, it does. It's fear, fear is something that once you understand who you are, and where you are, and why you're here, and what your purpose is, fear goes away. We live in a perfectly safe world. Uh-huh. The only thing that's really important, it's, it's our soul. It's our, it's our spirit. It's who we are. Not our body. Yeah, you can get some pain with a body. But, but our, our purpose is, is to, is to uh, uh, perfect the soul. And, and that is a perfectly safe environment. So they're really, you know, fear... The trouble with fear is it is it brings things on you. It brings you know the things you fear. It brings it to you because you have this vibration in your system, and 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 the whole thing works on vibration. That world that we live in here, and and that draws some of these fears to you. So if you if you fear getting a disease, for example, and I right. mean it's a real fear. Not it's not you know saying geez I hope I don't get that. It's a paranoia. If you're right. locked into that, you can actually make it happen. Because you, you get attuned with that disease, and all of a sudden you get the darn thing. So fear can be, it can be all-consuming. So but, but if you understand who you are and how you fit into it, that fear goes away. It's, a, it's amazing. It's amazing. Well, and I love what you put in the book. And I want to thank you. Thank you so much for today's show. Uh, and I could go on and on and on and, and, and listen to what you have to say. So what I'd love for you to do is what's your personal message? What would you like to talk to us about here? Well, I, th- I think, uh, I, I think uh, you know, to sum it up a little bit, I'd say uh, – if I could leave anybody a message, it's that science's atheism and religion's dogma are not the answers to the mysteries of life. Truth is that the cosmos is an illusion created for our benefit, and we are part of that illusion. Thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. We'll see you next time.
Hi, I'm Dr. Pat. I'd like to share with you a recipe directly from my friends at Galeo's Cafe website. Try this barbecue lamb marinade and Galeo's miso marinade. Get your lamb shoulder cut into cubes and put into a deep dish. Add salt and pepper to taste, then fresh garlic. Yum! Three tablespoons of olive oil and six tablespoons of Galeo's Miso Sesame Seed Dressing Marinade. And leave overnight in the refrigerator. The Galeo's Miso Dressing will bring out the best taste of the lamb and make it very, very tender. Then you can barbecue the next day. This recipe is directly from Chef Andre himself, so we know it's going to be delicious. For more information and to order your dressing today, visit galeoscafe.com. That's G-A-L-E-O-S Cafe. Or ask for the dressings at your local grocery store. Remember, shipping is free. Listen to the Yo! Andrew News Talk Show every Tuesday night at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. More info where to listen? www.yoandrewnts.com slash listen. Don't get your message lost in the mail. Email us with this address, yoandrew at yoandrewnts.com. How about tweet Yo! Andrew at andrewtweetgeo. Taking a picture is easy. Instagram us today at yoandrewnts. Would you like to be a question with anything that comes up in your body or mind? Would you like to become totally aware and begin to function as the conscious being you truly are? Join Access Certified Facilitator Glenna Rice every month for a live teleclass where you can ask all of your questions and learn to create change in any aspect of your life. Visit GlennaRice.com today to learn more and don't miss the next call. Join the questionable conversation today at GlennaRice.com. Sky Siegel co-hosts one of today's most popular psychic shows, Angels and Answers, with Artie Hoffman as she communicates healing messages from the spirit world. These messages can be astounding, enlightening, and life-changing. Born with the God-given talent of inner guidance and the amazing ability to heal, Sky has healed thousands of people. Schedule a reading with Sky now. Call 908-500-1474 and visit skyofangels.com. Call the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basile is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit thedrpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Wondering how to make more confident strategy for retirement? Do you know that there are potentially more than 12 things to consider when planning for or approaching retirement? Then stop wondering and attend the retirement seminar hosted by Jeff Packman, financial advisor with Packman Brown and Associates, a financial advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated in Bellevue, Washington. Call 425-372-4813 for a formal invitation to the next seminar on November 5th from 6.30 to 8 p.m. Light hors d'oeuvres and beverages will be provided. This is an informational event. There is no cost or obligation. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. 
This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. 